Richard. <laughs> I'm going to, okay? 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 Wow! Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Okay? Okay? uses potty words like fucking shit and ass and stuff, so children should not be listening. If you let your kids listen, you are a bad parent. Just in case we get killed, I wanted to tell you, you have the biggest dick I've ever seen on me. What's an all-American girl like you doing with a geek like this? I've fallen, and I can't get up! Welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. Spread out! And here's your host, Joey Valentine. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Hey, folks. Welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. It is... What day is it? Wednesday, March the... 30th, 2022. That's a quarter of the year gone already. Welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake, your favorite podcast. I am, as always, so happy to have you here. I am your host, Joey Valentine. It's been a wild, wild week so far already. So far, the entire world has not shut the fuck up about Will Smith smacking Chris Rock at the Oscars. As you can see, even I'm getting in on the fun. I did my little musical number to the tune of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. For your enjoyment, this country, man, has the attention span of, like, fucking whatever. Something without a very good attention span. I don't know. I can't say a goldfish because that's a myth. Goldfish actually have excellent memories. So, people, you can stop saying that. If you don't believe me, look it up. But, yeah, it's like, oh, man, Russia and Ukraine. What? No, Will Smith just smacked Chris Rock. Yeah, this, but there's this horrible thing happening over in Europe, you know. Yeah, but Will Smith, Chris Rock, we must talk about nothing else. I understand it's a big deal, but move the fuck on. It has spawned many, many a funny meme, but it shows you where uh, the humanity priorities lie in the United States of America for the most part. But uh, 
in the defense of most Americans, I'd rather think about funny shit that uh, entertainers do than think about the absolute horrible atrocities that are probably taking place over there. I just hope everybody's safe. We're not a show that talks about stuff that's yuck. So we'll move on to something else. Oh, my scooter. You always want to know about my scooter. I know you all do. I ordered the wrong tire. The last thing on the scooter I had to fix. And I ordered the wrong fucking tire. I have a 13-inch rim. I ordered a 10. So I got to wait another week for that to come in. But everything is fixed. I mean, I am doing 50 everywhere I go. It's awesome. It's like the bike's new. Well, it is new. The engine's pretty fucking new. I mean, I replaced everything when <laughs> originally the... Uh, the problem was just a fucking hole and a hose. I mean, what is the deal with that? Have you ever ridden a scooter and you're like, why have I got all these pipes and hoses? <laughs> oh, man. I was talking to a friend of mine about uh, helicopters. And he was telling me how how much fun it is and, you know, you should, like, take a ride in a helicopter if you get the chance. And I'm like, nah, I don't think so. You know, like, man was not meant to fly. Like, otherwise, evolution would have given us wings. Maybe in another three billion years, we'll all be flying. But until then, I'm not getting into a giant piece of fucking metal that may or may not successfully take off and land. I mean, isn't it funny how, like, you take that shit for granted. Like, let's let's back up in history a little bit, all right? Airplanes have been around how long? Okay. Like what? A, a little over a hundred years? And how long has the earth been here? Billions? How long have humans been here? A fuck of a lot more than a hundred. And I mean, as soon as the airplane was invented, it was immediately taken like anything as humans tend to do. And it was made into something that was used for combat. Think about World War One. There were planes and dogfights and shit all the time. It was like a big thing. Speaking of dogs, fucking shut up. There were dogfights all the time. They have we have video of it. And planes are what like twenty years old at this point. And you got. We, you know, the car was invented, so they take the combustion engine, and instead of applying it to wheels, they apply it to a big spinny thing on the front of a fucking craft that goes hundreds and hundreds of miles per hour, goes up into the air, where if you have to eject, it's pretty much certain death, and you got guys flying these fucking things and shooting at each other. Didn't take long, did it? And And as fast as technology progresses, you know, you'd like to think that things would be really, really safe now, Okay. And people, they'll tell you like, oh, well, you're more likely to get into a car accident than you are in a plane crash. Okay, that may be true, but I'm also more likely to live through a car crash. I've been in lots of car accidents. I've never been killed in one of them. If the plane goes down, we're all going. That's it. Game over, man. And think about how many, think about the line of people you have to trust that, that leads to this journey. That is you getting inside of an airplane, leaving the ground, and being 5,000 feet in the air and coming back down safely. That journey starts with the manufacturer of rubber 
and small parts and nuts and bolts and screws and a designer and a factory and a guy who has to tighten bolts and nuts and shit and one little thing's wrong on this plane, kaboom. That's it. You're going down. And that's just the faulty part of the plane. We, we, I'm not even taking into consideration pilot error, uh, pilot mindset, you know. I'm not a big risk taker. If I was famous and I had to tour, I'm getting, I like John Madden. You know who John Madden is? The famous fucking coach. You know, he did all the fucking X's and O's on the TV all the time. Okay, he never flew, ever. He had a bus. He had a fucking bus that drove him all over the United States. And he was everywhere. Every fucking week, he was at a different football stadium. And he always got there by bus. And I know bus accidents can happen too. I understand that. But I feel a lot safer in a bus than I do in an airplane. And don't tell me to fucking take risks. Like, I got friends like that. You know, they're like, come on, man. Come on. Obviously, I got friends like this. Come on, get in the helicopter. Yeah, it's just a flimsy plastic shell with rotating blades and spin at a gazillion miles an hour. I have never worked anywhere in my life where mistakes were not made. There is no such thing as a business that doesn't make mistakes. Okay? That does not exist. I'm lucky if I can get my hamburger order correct. All right? I'm lucky if that fucking happens. Now I should place my life in the hands of someone who may or not have a drug addiction or alcoholism or the more likely scenario, a divorce. You know, the pilot may be smiling, but for all I know, he's just looking forward to a fucking kamikaze right into his wife's lover's house and taking us all with him. And what if the pilot school he went to sucked? What if he finished last in his class? Somebody has to finish last. Am I right? I mean, someone in every class, in every school, finishes last. Now, think about how many doctors there are in the world. Doesn't that mean there's like a shitload of doctors out there that finished last? Like, just, just made it? I I don't, I'm not supposed to trust my life in the hands of these people. I don't want to just barely make it through surgery. I don't want to just barely have a crash. Thousands of people I've entrusted, thousands of people that I've never met to have successfully constructed a 10 billion pound flying piece of metal that goes 700 miles per hour. I have to trust that one of the guys on the assembly line didn't jerk off his job and forgot to put one bolt in. And then we're then we go down. We're done. That's it. And here's an exciting statistic about airplane crashes. Most people don't die from the impact. They die from the fire. Yeah, think about that next time you're about to board a plane. Fuck that, man. I do not trust if if planes could be driven. If plane, not driven, but if plane, if if planes could be flown by robots who have no emotion and they work strictly off statistics, and I think that is a big possibility. But all it takes, you look at the Exxon Valdez, 
All it takes is one drunk motherfucker to run a giant tanker into an iceberg and kill a shitload of penguins. Negatory on the airplanes. Although I gotta admit, flying is very fucking cool. I remember the first time I flew on a plane, I was 12. And I was going to Washington, D.C. And that feeling, you know, because you're in the plane and it's got to accelerate so fast to get off the ground. It's so heavy. And it's just, it's, it's amazing that humans were able to invent this. I could barely lift 50 pounds and someone invented a, an engine so powerful that it can lift something so gigantic and designed it to be so aerodynamic that we could match the flight of birds. It's incredible. And you're sitting there on the tarmac, and the plane begins to taxi, and it's like, you know how when you're on a roller coaster, and they're all like, beep, and then it just fucking goes? Like zero to 60? Well, a plane, oh my God. You know, you're, you're like zero to 300 or 400 or whatever the takeoff speed is, and it's so fast, and your stomach does that little tingly thing. Oh, my stomach dropped. So bad when that happened. I, it was awesome. It was an awesome feeling. It reminded me of Astroworld riding the Grease Lightning. That one did a 0-60 to 60 from the start. Did a loop, went up, then came back and did a loop backwards. So, bleh. <laughs> I never understood why people throw up on roller coasters. I have never, ever, 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 ever in my life become nauseous because of a roller coaster. Not even close. And I'm talking about, I'm full of nachos and fucking, I don't even want to know what's in their hot dogs. And I have done loop-de-loops to loops to loops and I've never, ever, ever felt fucking queasy. Or seasick for that matter. But I remember, I'd go to Astroworld and we'd ride the Grease Lightning. See, we used to skip school and go there when they were open during the day. And if it was ever, a, a, when they were going to be open on a weekday, which was rare, but if if there's a like if one school's got spring break going on or Houston did whatever, and, but we didn't. We'd skip school. We'd spend the whole fucking day at Astroworld, but there'd be nobody there. So you get on a ride, and they'd go, you know, they'd be like, "Thank you." Beep, and then it takes off. You do the loop. You go up. You come back. You do the loop backwards. Bam, and it pulls into the station and it stops. But because there was no one in line, they would just go, again? we go, fucking A. We'll let you know when to stop. It's been an hour just, just doing it over and over, nonstop, nonstop. And the people working there were just like, whatever. You know, they don't fucking care. My daddy worked at Astroworld when he was a teenager. Okay, this was like the 60s. And he used to tell me stories about how this big, sweaty man used to stir the mustard before they distributed it throughout the uh, the park. In the morning, he'd stick his whole fucking arm up to his armpit, down into this pot full of mustard and seasoning and shit, and stir it with his fucking sweaty arm, his forehead dripping into the mustard. And here you are with your family getting a dog. Squirt, squirt, squirt from the little machine. Now think about that shit next time you go to somewhere like Disneyland or whatever, because I know they do all kinds of fucked up shit. They keep getting caught doing fucked up shit, so there's got to be way more fucked up shit that they haven't been caught for. But yeah, not getting in a plane, 
not going to do it. Not a risk taker. Sorry. I don't, I don't, the thrill of death is exhilarating. Yes. But not if you're not around to enjoy it. I'm not, I'm not going to fucking jump off of a building with a douche wingsuit on. I'm not going to, what is it called? When they do, when they, when they jump, uh, with parachutes off of buildings. What is that? What the fuck is that called? Base jumping, I think. You just, like, jump from the Empire State Building and then you pull your chute immediately. No. The most, about as dangerous as I get is riding my scooter over the speed limit. And that's already a low speed limit to begin with. The most dangerous thing I'll do now at 40 is touch my food without washing my hands. No, I'm sorry. I'm just, ugh. Even the thought of that is so fucking repulsive. I can't do that. If I go to the store now, like, if I go and I put my credit card in and I gotta punch my pin... I have to walk out of the store with my finger in the air away from my body until I can get to some hand sanitizer underneath my seat because it's been tainted by all the butts and wieners that have touched it because there's all kinds of ass juice and sack sweat and God knows what else long before COVID. Do you ever think about that? I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to be told to wash my hands and socially distance. Okay, well, do you ever think about all the stuff that was going on long before COVID? Like the fact that people are fucking gross and don't wash their hands? I am a man. I've been in the men's room. Nobody, like 90% of men don't wash their hands. Every time you shake a man's hand, you're touching his dick. Go ahead, get intimate with your man. Suck on his finger. He used it to open the stall door after taking a shit. He touched the same knob with that finger that a hundred other guys did the same day who also took a shit and didn't wash their hands. Hmm, but lovingly suck on that finger. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. All right. So, rappers. Okay? Rappers. I... I've been watching a lot of rap videos lately. No, well, maybe not a lot. No more than usual, I suppose. But I, I started thinking, like, y you see a guy, a rapper, a rap artist, a rap star. He makes, like, one song, and he, it makes him big. It's the first one he ever made. It makes him big. And in the video, he's got tons of fucking gold chains and fur coats and cars and everything he raps about is being rich. Like, that's the thing, right? See, like, when I was in a punk band, we, we were the opposite. You know, we sang about being fucking broke and poor and more punk rock than everyone else. Whereas rappers have to be the richest person in the room and have the, the flyest fucking clothes and the red bottoms and whatever that's in style currently. But you see these guys come in and they make these videos like, well, okay, this is the first song you've ever put out. How do you have all that shit? Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say it's rented. But then they are big after that song, right? So they really will have that stuff. But not if, the, but they don't ever make a fucking song again. I'm still hearing about guys in, in the news who are like gazillionaires. They haven't put out music in like two fucking decades. Somebody explain to me how Master P is a billionaire. 
Like, what does he do? Does he have like a side business? Does he own like Folgers or something? He sells like gangsta coffee. How is he a billionaire? Or Jay-Z? I haven't heard a Jay-Z album since 2000. He is literally one of the richest people in the world. Why? What does he fucking, what does he do? He's, he's smart. He's got to be. He's, a, he's an entrepreneur. He probably invests his money into solid fucking investments. And he sits on that shit. He never sings about it, so he ain't posing. He's, you don't ever see Jay-Z be like, I'm the richest motherfucker in the world, bitch. No, I think the rappers that bra- I, I think the rappers that brag about that stuff are the, the phonies. I want to see some rappers who like brag about having the most expensive, cheap shit, you know, <laughs> like, like middle-class rapper, middle MC, 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 middle-class MC, MC. <laughs> That's brilliant. Dude's rapping about like, he puts his gasoline is supreme. He gets 93 octane. You know, fuck with that 87 shit. Whenever he buys cheese, it's always craft. You know, get that ghetto-ass cheese that tastes all funky and looks all weird color orange. No, my man's got craft singles, son. MCMC don't fuck with that shit. My man goes into McDonald's, he supersizes every meal. Every single one. Hell, he supersizes the motherfucker behind him. Say, see this fool behind me? You better supersize that shit. I'm having such a hard time not saying the N-word, but like as a, you know, but with the A on the end. <laughs> not not because I want to, but just because like I, I listen to so much rap and it's just like I know where it goes. <laughs> MC MC he he got so many bags of nickels he goes you know those sticker machines they got like at the grocery stores with the fucking stickers in them you know what I'm talking about those vending machines you put a nickel in and you twist them off fucker and it gives you a, a Justin Bieber sticker or whatever random pop artist on there my man got bags of nickels he got the whole collection he got every beaver sticker up in this bitch. Everybody jealous. Got the whole collection. Fridge is always stocked, so you never run out of Boone's Farm. <laughs> All his chains are gold. Plated. <laughs> every, every finger has a different ring pop on it. Different flavor, different color of ring pop. Everywhere he goes, he's like <laughs> working his way down each knuckle. Like, yeah, so Yo, I got a whole fucking thing of him in my car. Yeah, girl. Go ahead and get you a ring pop. MCMC is moderately doing okay in this hood. Uh huh. Yep. 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 <laughs> Once again, I have gone off into my own world and completely 
done nothing but entertain myself. I, I hope that there's people, you know, I know there's people listening and not like the YouTube channel bullshit that I did away with the people that I was paying to listen to me. No, I see the stats on Spotify, on anchor, on iTunes. There's not a lot, but there are people listening consistently. And I love that. Thank you so much. You guys are the best. And, uh, I, I know it's just, it's awesome. I get a lot of great support and that I, I can't tell you, you know, like it's so cool to have great friends. And for those of you that have never experienced truly wonderful friendship, and I don't mean that superficial, like you've known each other for fucking ever because you can know someone your whole life and they can turn around and they can really, really stick a knife in you. I'm talking about, I got friends all over Texas that I could call and I could pretty much ask for anything and they'd do it if they had the ability to and have in the past, back when I was a fucking fall down drunk. And I let a lot of people <laughs> let me get away with a lot of shit. Those were my friends. And now they are still my friends and I would do anything for them. I would have done anything for them back then too. Good friends, man. If you have a good friend, like, like if you have a best friend, and you're thinking about it, like fucking like holler at them. You haven't if you haven't talked to somebody that you used to be really close to, and the only reason you don't talk is because of a, of distance or or work. I mean, we all grow up. That sucks, and you all go your separate ways. But like, give them a holler. Seriously, it's such a good fucking feeling, man. You don't even have anything to talk about because if you're really that close, it just it it fires up, man. My buddy Aaron, Vandy, in fucking Austin, pick up the phone, man, and like an hour's gone by. And I feel like it, I just started the conversation. Like at some point, like someone has to force us to get off the phone or the phone starts dying. Scooter, my boy, Casey, his beautiful wife, Brooke, my love, Red. <laughs> Shh. Got a lot of really, 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 really wonderful people out there that I would like. I'd like to say hi to some people. If, if, if by chance you're listening, Buck. You're fucking awesome. Jay Crane, I fucking love you. Kevin Ham, the most famous, not famous person I've ever known in my life. This motherfucker, everywhere he goes, is from Dallas. Everywhere he goes, he fucking just runs into celebrities. He comes back from California one time. This is back when you could still like get pictures, you know, developed. He's got a stack of photographs. He's on a fishing boat with John Cusack. No bullshit. And they're both just chilling like they've known each other for years. It's not a pose or anything. Like, they're just riding on a fishing boat on a lake. And they're both sunglasses on, just kind of like, whatever, enjoying the day. John fucking Cusack. He sent me pictures all the time. He's just walking around New York. Here he is, hanging out with the Beastie Boys. I'm like, who the fuck are you? I mean, I've met my fair share of celebrities. I've actually met a lot of celebrities. But uh, not quite to the degree that he has. My favorite celebrity that I ever met in my entire life, I shit you not, and I am still friends with him to this day, okay, is, I don't know if I, can I say his name? I don't know if he, I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name, because he may not want to be associated with my potty mouth, but he is the guy that played the principal in the original Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox. He's the principal that's always busting Michael J. Fox's balls, and, uh... Then Michael J. Fox is like, and he wets himself. Okay, that guy used to live right by me. 
And when I was temporarily working at a grocery store, he came through my line, much, much older. But I said, I said, I know you. I said, you, I, I fucking know you. I said, you're the principal from Teen Wolf. Gave me his phone number. He wrote a book. Gave me an advanced copy of it. Always keeps in touch with me. Gave me a, uh, a what do you call it? A headshot, an autographed headshot. <laughs> Little fucking 8 by 11 black and white autographed headshot. I didn't ask for it, but I was really fucking stoked to get it. He was probably really stoked to have somebody recognize him at the age of 70. I guess I should give one more shout out while I've got your ears. Uh, where are you? Damn it. Quick little, uh, as Dave Chappelle would say, well, we got to pay some bills. So I got to holla at you about my boy, Richard Mendez. He runs Mendez Mobile Mechanic. He's out of Telfoner, Texas. If you don't know where that is, that's probably because only like 100 people live there. And they're all in trailers. And you can shoot guns, so that's pretty fucking cool. Anyway, Mendez Mobile Mechanic. Richard will come to wherever you are. I would not endorse this man if I didn't know how good he is at what he does. I've seen him do miracles on cars. He was the whole reason I was able to get my scooter back into ship shape the way it is. You can call him at 361-652-0772. Richard Mendez with Mendez Mobile Mechanic. Give him a holler. Let him know that Joey, fat guy loves cake, sent you there. Much appreciated. So, with that being said, bills paid. I had one thing. What was one other thing that I thought I was going to talk about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gamers. Now, I'm a gamer. When I have the time, I love to get on my Xbox. And when I do, I do it in big, big fucking blocks. You know, I can't just, like, casually check in on the Xbox. Like, I got to fucking really settle in and play, like, eight solid hours in a row. I mean, I'm talking, like muscle atrophy type of time not moving gaming xbox one xbox live and i've been i've been watching some of these videos of these kids well, i call them kids because they're all seem like i don't know they're 20 they're playing these professional esports and shit and then there's then it got me thinking about okay and then there's like world of warcraft and and all that shit and it's very popular and then south park did an episode where they made fun of World of Warcraft because all the people that play it like they get fat and they, they don't they don't move they gain weight and they get gross from being such a gamer and never seeing sunlight and eating terribly Mountain Dew and fucking frozen pizza and it's true you you get that way you let your body get like that I let myself get that way during COVID not because of the Xbox but just because of television you know just constantly sitting here and drinking and eating and sucking in pop culture into my brain and I got fat and I got fucking my skin got all leathery and it was gross. Thank God I didn't have a girlfriend because she would have really, I would not want someone to have to remember me like that. I sat in my own filth for like a week at a time. Anyway, this is, this is what gaming will do to you. And I watched these esports competitions and these guys all look the same. They're pudgy. They're nerdy. Nothing wrong with nerdy, okay? So for the record, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being a dedicated gamer. It is a actual skill. It's not a physical skill, but it's a mental skill. And being able to do to play these games the way these guys do is fucking incredible. Because I'm like the kind I'm the one who, you know, I'm the guy that breaks shit. 
when the game doesn't let me win. Like I have, I have accused the game of cheating my whole life. My ex-wife, she used to like imitate me. She, after playing the PlayStation, you know, in front of my friends and shit, she'd be like, "Oh yeah, Joey's always like that's such fucking bullshit. That's such bullshit." And she's right, I was like that. She'd have to fucking make fun of me. Fuck you. Anyway, I have literally. I bought a game, a poker game. I love poker. I love Texas Hold'em. I used to used to be tournaments around here all the time. I'd win all the fucking time. Love Texas Hold'em. And so I bought it. I bought a Xbox version of it. And one of the achievements in the game is to get all the way through this tour and win, you know, the whole shebang. Like how the, uh, what is it? What's the, you know, the Texas Hold'em, uh, whatever they do on ESPN. I can't remember. World Champion of Poker, I think it's called. World Championship of Poker, something like that. So you're playing in this fictitious World Championship of Poker, and every time you get to the last fucking guy after touring across the uh, all over America, and you get to the last guy, and you get like four kings, and it's like, oh yeah, and you go all in, and he's got four aces. Okay, now I got mad the first time that happened because you can't start over playing that guy. You got to run through the whole tourney again. All right, so I didn't lose my shit too bad. But then it happened again. Like the same fucking hand. Like it toyed with me. Gave me the four kings and he had four aces. Now mathematically, that's like impossible to ever happen. And it happened not once, not twice, but three times. And I took that game and took it out into my backyard inside the city limits. And I fucking shot it with my shotgun. Like I blasted it into, I vaporized that fucking disc with a shotgun. Fortunately, no police got involved in that. I don't know how, because God damn, that was loud. Everything reverberates in my neighborhood. It's so quiet here. You can hear people talking all the way from the end of the street, like a quarter mile. So yeah, that was the end of that shit with that fucking Xbox cheating ass, ass cheating poker game. Uh, where the fuck was I going with all that? Oh yeah, so gamers, nerds, not physically fit. Tend to be heavy, tend to have very socially awkward skills. This is what I got to thinking about. You never see professional gamers that are like ripped, you know, like those muscle heads at the gym. No, I'll do you one even better. Like you remember in American History X, you know, like if you if you're familiar with Nazi skinheads at all, like they're always like fucking huge. Right? There's never like a tiny little Nazi in the group. Okay? These guys are meatheads. And that's why they became skinheads. Like, they're always like at least six foot. They're fucking ripped. They're beefy. Their chests are like so big. Right? Okay? That's your your group of skinheads. And they could fuck you up. And you know that. Whether you agree with what they do or not, you just mind your fucking business because you do not want to get boot stomped by these guys. 
Now, what if you went to a gaming tournament, right? It's like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat or, or fucking tennis on the Wii. And there's like a group there that's made it all the way. And they look like that. They look like the Third Reich. They got wife beaters on, their jeans rolled up over their Doc Martens, fresh fucking cut skinhead haircuts, SS tattoos all over them, just mean as fuck looking. Like Edward Norton just curb stomped a man looking skinheads. And then they get up there and they sit down and they're playing professional esports. They're never going to see that, right? Let's go to the Wii thing there. The Wii's got the little wand, right? Imagine, like, five fucking skinhead national champions defending their title in Vegas. And they got to get up there, and they got to do the wand. They got to do the little follow-through stroke. The fuck. Fuck. Graceful skinheads playing... Nintendo Wii Tennis for the World Championship in Las Vegas, Nevada. Think you'd ever see that? Not bloody likely. Ugh. <laughs> okay, for my... for In my defense, that was a quote from Jerry Seinfeld, from the show Seinfeld, for doing a British accent... And it's always so awful when I hear him do it, and it's supposed to be. And then I just tried to imitate it, so now it's like five times cringier. So I apologize. I'm having so much fun with this show, I don't even want to stop. I am, I, I, I'm smiling. I'm smiling so big. I love being happy. I'm so happy. I'm happy to be here. Would you like to be my neighbor? It's a happy little Joey. My cats are looking at me like, you've lost your fucking mind. Like, really, just just check yourself in somewhere. They're going to eat me one day. They are going to eat me, and there's nothing I can do about it, but they earned it. Uh, I think I'm going to do a bonus episode, not dated or anything, but I think I'm going to do a bonus episode uh, tonight. So, uh, check back. I got an idea. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you'll know it when you see it. In the meantime, uh, we're almost into April. Make sure you've done your taxes. April 1st. Is right around the corner. So, yeah. The IRS don't fuck around. I know. I deal with them day in, day out. And again, what does Joey always say? Be nice. Be nice to each other. You got one life to live. Let's all make the most of it. Don't make life any harder for anyone else than it already has to fucking be. Whether you know it or not, everybody's got their own shit to deal with. Don't be that prick that just stacks shit on top of it. You may be the butterfly wings that starts the tsunami that leads to somebody going and shooting up a fucking post office or something. Don't be an asshole. Thank you guys for listening. I will see you on Friday. Everybody take care. That guy loves cake at yahoo.com. See you soon.
my wife's name out your fucking mouth.